Thanks for joining us for the Hospitality Hangout, a hospitality-focused podcast where the founders of Branded Strategic share their insights and bring technology and innovation leaders that are making things happen in the industry we love. My name is Jimmy Frischling, otherwise known as the Finance Guy. I'd like to introduce my partner, Mr. Michael Schatzberg, also known as the Restaurant Guy. And Jimbo, thanks for that uh, kind introduction. And to all those listening, feel free to call me Shatsy. Together, we are the personalities behind Branded Strategic Hospitality. We work at the intersection of hospitality, technology, innovation, and capital. Listen, folks. Listen, hospitality hanger honors. Uh, we are excited to bring you a We got a big show. Big show. Big show. This is big. This is big. Uh, we are excited to bring you a special episode of the Hospitality Hangout live from Food on Demand Conference. And where at, are we? At the Bellagio in Las Vegas. Oh, Jimmy, I'm feeling I'm feeling lucky tonight, baby. Vegas, We're baby, hit Vegas. The tables. Brandon is back on the road. I got to tell you, Food on Demand, 900 participants, operators, tech vendors, uh, manufacturers, producers. This is, this is a hell of a show, I got to tell you. I'm very happy to be here, Shatsy. What do you think? This is incredible. It's great to be in Vegas. Vegas is electric, and we are live from Food on Demand. And Jimmy, I got to tell you, we're going to get some. We're going to rope in some great guests today. Right. We're going to find somebody to talk to. I see somebody walking down the hall right now, Mr. Michael Beecham. Michael, we're going to get you on the podcast. Don't run the other way. Get him wired. We're going to get him on. We're going to put put the headset on, and we are ready to go. Uh, Michael Beecham, president of Reef. Reef Technologies. Can I say Reef Technologies? You sure can. Or can I just say Reef? Just Reef. We are super excited to have you here. Um, thank you for, uh, well, actually, I was going to say thank you for joining for joining the show, but you ran the other way, so I looped you in. You you actually didn't want to join the show, but I I, I forced you to join the show. Surprised, you're surprisingly quick, Shatsy. I yeah. a good first step. <laughs> they all I, run I, the other I way. Wouldn't, I wouldn't have come. Uh, He's a Jersey guy. Yeah, 100%. Jersey guy's got to stick together. Uh, Jimmy's a New Yorker, and he, uh, he frowns on Jersey. Hey, listen, we are so fortunate, Michael, to have you here. Thank you so much uh, listen yesterday you were a panelist on the ghost kitchen and virtual restaurant roundtable here at food on demand tell us a little bit from your perspective for any operators who who want to get into this or do this uh what are best ways that we can get involved you know i'd, I'd say one of the most fascinating things that i that came to me yesterday um how much this has grown over the last year from being something that was very specific to um, certain groups that were creating brands like a virtual dining concepts or a C3 to, if you looked at the, the audience, um, it spanned everybody from local chefs that wanted to start restaurants, regional brands that were looking for ways to expand. And in all of the, all of the big global enterprise brands were in the audience, um, all trying to figure out what part of this they're going to play. Um, it, it was, it was encouraging. It was enlightening. Um, it's a little bit scary to see that, you know, everybody's now kind of grabbing at, at a piece of this to see where they fit. Um, but it's something that's not going to go away. And I think for operators, the best place to start is to do their homework and talk to and the contact Reef Kitchens. Contact Reef Kitchens. Um, <laughs> well played, Chad. Thank well you. Done. Thank you. <laughs> so let me ask you something. So, uh, uh, you know, listen, we're very familiar with what you're doing over there. Real quickly, just give us a, a little background on Reef. Okay. We are a proximity company. And what we mean by that is much as like in, in a way that Amazon brought you convenience where you could order whatever you wanted and it was going to come to you in one, two, in my case, usually five or six days. Um, they're a platform. They're a marketplace. Reef is a platform and a marketplace of proximity. And so we believe the closer that you can get to where people work and live, we can deliver goods and services to them 
quicker, better, cheaper. And so we started out by buying all the parking companies in North America. We're the largest parking lot operator in North America. And a lot of people say, oh, those parking lot guys that put kitchens on it. No, that was always the plan was how do we create a network where we can be at the base of the buildings where people want food? And the one Makes thing a lot that's of sense. different about food than anything else is that when it comes out of that fryer or comes off that grill, it starts to degrade. So the faster we can get it to them, the better quality it'll be. The closer we are, the better shape we're going to be. Hey, listen, Mike, you know a little something about restaurants. You have operated thousands of restaurants across numerous brands all over the world. I mean, you know good food, you know restaurants. How'd you get in the business? Give us a little background on yourself. I'm a, I'm a life lifer, lifelong restaurant guy. I started very young in, in family Italian restaurants in New Jersey and um, then got a, got a chance to join the Marriott Corporation um, where, I, where I learned the business um, the hard way, where you do every single job. Um, then I joined uh, TGI Fridays where I leaded, led their international expansion. And then I landed in Russia. I was in Moscow running the largest restaurant company in Eastern Central Europe for several years. Um, very cold there. Yeah, I, I came back. <laughs> a lot um, of borscht. A lot of borscht. A lot of borscht. Borsch. Spent some time at Chuck E. Cheese as chief operating officer, then Hard Rock as chief operating officer as we expanded. Into By the way, love countries. the pizza, Chuck E. Cheese. Always love the pizza. Pizza was always ranked number one in blind taste tests. It was. And last, dead last on brand I'm ones, not afraid so. to say, Jimmy, I had plenty of birthday parties over at Chuck E. Cheese. Love Chuck E. Cheese. Good stuff, good yeah. stuff. And then I, I spent some time most recently at Darden as president of International with brands like Olive Garden, Capital Grill, ADVs, Longhorn, um, Yard House, and several other. Incredible, incredible. Uh, listen, so let me ask you something. You're here at the show. We're at Food on Demand in Las Vegas. What's the buzz? What's the buzz around the show? You walk the show, you walk the floor. Uh, what's the buzz? What are you seeing? What are you hearing? I, I think the, the thing that's that's the most encouraging what I'm hearing over and over again from people, you know, a year ago, people thought that this was a COVID thing, that um, delivery off-premise was something that was going to go away as in-room dining went went back. Right. And now statistically, it's been proven that, it, that not only is it not, it's actually continuing to expand at a, at a rapid pace. And so you've got everybody trying to figure out what their part is in it. I was fascinated. I just walked the uh, showroom floor and the amount of companies and the amount of technology coming at us as to, to how to piece this all together is phenomenal. I mean, I don't know if you saw, there's like a, there's a bike over there that looked like an urban assault vehicle for yes. delivery uh -huh. that, that could go over mountains and everything else and keep the food hot, hot food hot and cold food cold. So I was pretty impressed. It's, it's incredible. I agree. We walked the floor yesterday a little bit and we saw some really incredible things. So let me ask you this. I mean, you're, you're, you're looking for brands, right? You Always. need great brands for your reef kitchens. Yeah. Have you come up with anything new, anything exciting? Have you seen anything? What brands are you most excited about out there? Even if they're not for you, or what's most exciting to you? I think, you know, what's exciting for us is um, all of it. And that's the part that I'm most proud of is we get to work with the largest, most established brands like, like Popeye's, Burger King, and, and Wendy's. And I don't think anyone out there operates multiple competing brands. We get to operate with the celebrity brands like the Mr. Beasts of the world, um, I don't know if you saw today, we, we launched uh, DJ Khaled. It's the largest restaurant launch in history. 150 restaurants on the same day. Wait, are we getting breaking news right now? I oh, think yeah. we just got breaking news. Breaking news oh, live wait, from FOD, live FOD Las Vegas. <laughs> breaking news, Reef announcement. DJ so tell us about that. 150 stores open today? Five countries simultaneously. Um, 150 stores. And if you're in the Miami area, out on the water on a yacht, you can get it delivered by jet ski. Are you listening to this, people? 
Hey, you on the jet ski? Heads up. There's some, got a, there's some water skiers out there. Heads yeah, up. I got burgers coming. So it's called Another Wing, and uh, we're very proud of it, and we're, we're very excited about seeing where it's going to go. I love that uh, from, as you just said, from the, some of the largest, uh, most well-known iconic brands uh, to some celebrity brands that you're working with. And you said Mr. Beast, that's Mr. Robert Earls. Uh, that's what, that's one of the, that, that, that's one of his babies, isn't that? Yeah. And Robert and I are good friends and we go, go back a long way from, from hard rock days. And um, I remember the day he called me up and he said, this is what I want to do. And Robert calls, you answer the phone. And, and <laughs> He's a legend. The guy's yes, a legend. Yes. I have to a Class act. But I'll tell you that what's, what makes us most proud is when we have local chefs who um, could not open a restaurant on their own, and we can do it in a way where they don't put a dollar of capital in. We have a guy that, that called, uh, his name is um, Bill Bonnies, and he's got a concept called Man Versus Fries, which like no logical person would have ever thought this was a good idea <laughs> right right like you would at least go hey guy versus fries like something that rhymes or something but the logo looks like it's made in in you know on a word document and all of us you know were wrong and he was persistent 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 he had one unit doing three four hundred thousand dollars and he's going to do 40 million dollars on reef this year oh locations that's incredible i love it now we are uh branded we are uh, very much operator centric and and you are you are clearly have a platform that is do that is that is on the side of operators and trying to bring value uh to them uh you know while i know you just gave us breaking news and i know the following now is like mundane but but it's got more breaking news well it's not breaking it already broke but i gotta tell you it is big news um it was shared earlier this week that reef announced its acquisition of dubai-based cloud kitchen icon i hope i said that correctly kitchen icon what can you tell us about virtual kitchens in the uae and beyond because this is not this is crossing borders this is this is this is global you know the interesting thing is they've actually been delivering long before us um so they have when i started going to the middle east back in in 2000 2001 you could order food from almost any restaurant whether it was a kfc pizza hut a tgi fries through a call center and it would show up in a scooter and get delivered to you so it's a very delivery centric market um it's also a market that has high spend they order out food they they have food brought in um almost every night of the week and nobody nobody cooking there huh no and um it's a very U.S. brand-centric market. They love yes. it. Jimmy and I spent some time yeah. in Dubai. They love it. And when you when you land in Dubai Airport and you see the Shake Shack, you know, you know you're not yeah. too far away from you're home. You're not so. too far away from home. And by the way, we ate there. Yes. It was delicious. It was yeah. delicious. They got it right. They got it right. So we, are, we, we did a lot of homework, and we chose the operator who uh, – they were the second largest, but by far the best in terms of um, operations and standards. And that's what's most important to us. So, Are you keeping the name or is it going to go under Reef or just keeping? Uh, it's now Reef. It's now Reef. Yep. And there'll, be a, there'll be another big announcement coming in the next couple of days. Can we get it? I can give you a little bit. Oh, get, give us a hint. Give us a hint. Uh, we, we, will be, we won't tell anybody. This was, this was step one of, of a couple steps, but there'll be a, um, a rather large joint venture that will um, expand us throughout all of uh, the Middle East and North Africa. Um, into hmm. um, kitchens that are that are uh, up to a thousand kitchens. Wow! 
Well, should I start guessing and I don't think you should start see the reaction on Michael's face? Can't break me. I'm in Vegas. I got a poker face. Poker face. Poker All face. right. I like it. All right. Listen, uh, it wouldn't be a podcast unless we didn't do some of our greatest hits. Uh, it's not the best segment of the podcast because that one always belongs to Shatsy. 100%. But we, we got the crystal ball moment where we ask our guests uh, where they see restaurants and technology two years from now. And we know the industry is moving at blazing speed. So two years is actually quite a long time. Being there with food on demand today. We want to know when we come back to FOD two years from now, what do you think we're going to, what do you think the hot topic is going to be? What will have changed or evolved uh, in the next two years? I'll bet you refunds a lot more kitchens. Damn straight. That's, right? that, that, that's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's a very strong bet. I think you're going to find that um, we found a way to bring content closer to people. So I'll give you, I'll give you a couple of just what ifs. Um, if you're at a, at a Yankees game, why do you have to get up out of your seat to go walk somewhere and, and wait in line? Oh, if I tell you how much I hate that. Completely why why not just hit the, the QR code and have the food come to you? And why can't it be any brand that you know and love? If you were at a, going into an airport, you all flew out here. Um, I don't know the last time I got food in an airport, not because I didn't want to, but because I'm getting there 20 minutes before my flight, and the line at Wendy's is 300 people long. And you talk about that all at Dunkin' Donuts. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm feeling, I'm feeling a kinship here. He's, 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 he's talking the cause. hundred percent. So we're opening up our first airport, Raleigh-Durham, this month. Um, and the way it's going to work is when you get your boarding pass, you're going to click on, I want to order food. You're going to see all your favorite brands, local brands, regional brands, big enterprise brands. You'll place your order and then you'll choose, do I want to pick it up at a window or do I want it waiting at the gate for me? Where we're going to be two years from now when we sit here? You can decide if you want it on your seat when you get on the plane. Now, wow. I like that. Wow. This guy knows something about this. <laughs> think, think about it. <laughs> if, just like Domino's knows, you can, it can, you can look to see where your driver is. You can opt to say, track me. I'll know how fast it's going to take you to get through security. Right. So I make sure the food gets there to you the exact time that you get there so it's not sitting cold. So you have a hot, fresh meal as you take off on that flight. And you're able to enjoy it. In your I'm going to have to sit next to somebody went. eating Wendy's on the plane with those French fries. That's going to kill me. That's going to kill me. By and the way, frosty. By the way, <laughs> this, is, this is Michael's segment. But, man, uh, I, I think about the – we talk about the uh, the QR codes. that they don't, We've been talking about modernizing stadiums forever. Like the, the geo-mapping couldn't be easier. They know where you're sitting. Right. Why are we making this – and how many times have you said, oh, I don't want to get up and miss the action. I don't want to win on the line. I love that. That is exactly what we talking airports, about. And the airports. And the airports. They're ripe for modernization. Nothing has changed. Time, what's the last time in a hotel that you've been able to get room service late at night? And when you do, how many – I mean, I, again, I was a Marriott. It's a turkey club, man. It's a turkey club or a burger. Now, you, now you'll be able to go on. We're actually moving into hotels, taking, taking over their back of the house. Mm-hmm. And which is always a not profitable thing for them. Right. But we'll it's be an service to the dining room. Yep. Same time, when you go into your room, you'll sit that little QR code that's now become ubiquitous for, for us for now for ordering food. Mm-hmm. And all the brands will come up. And you may be able to order from us from Kona Grill or SDK or Outback or Flemings who are all on our platform now right. or Wolfgang Puck. And you'll be able to order food and then it'll be brought up to you. But now if you're with your kids and they want to order Popeye's, and you want to order STK, it'll come up all at the same time. At the same time, we now deliver all those brands to the neighborhood. We add in convenience items. So if you want anything from deodorant to uh, chips to ice cream, milk bar, it's going to be brought up to your room. 
Gotta love it. I mean, I would love a pizza and Ben and Jerry's or something. Or gold, Jerry. gold. It really Drop is this. incredible. Tell listeners, please, this we're gonna this is gonna be the same. You're no, we're coming back you're here in re- two years. You're gonna remember this segment. I agree. But if you see how it all ties together as to what I said at the beginning, it's all about proximity. Our job is to bring content as close as possible to people that otherwise they would have had to go find themselves. Incredible. We love it. It's super exciting. I'm going to the branded quick fire right now, Michael. We're gonna ask you five lightning round questions. This is branded quick fire. Viva Las Vegas edition, Jimbo. <laughs> Viva Las Vegas edition. Are you ready? Five questions. Don't think too hard. Just give us what comes to your mind. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. What's your favorite thing about Vegas? The food. The food. Any restaurant, any chef you can find here. Favorite casino game? Blackjack. Favorite airport snack? I haven't been able to get one for, for <laughs> eight months, so I'm going to have to come back to you on that one. Okay. <laughs> Take a pass on that one. Favorite Vegas hotel? Used to be the Hard Rock Hotel, but now it's my friend Robert Earl's the Planet Hollywood Hotel. Planet Hollywood. Oh, shout out to Robert shout Earl. Shout out again to Robert. Robert! Let's talk craps. Another game that I happen to love craps. I know Jimbo loves craps. I'm not sure there's any other game that draws a bigger crowd at casino than craps. Most people don't even know how to play it, but everyone's around there because it's exciting. If you were to choose either Jimmy or I to be your good luck charm and partner at the craps table, who are you picking? It's a tough one. I think one of you is going to blow on a dice. The other one, I'm going to cut off your foot and put it on a keychain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. There you go. So, Jimbo, we split that one. So, right. we're doing really great there. Hey, listen, I know you got a busy show. I know you're doing a lot of stuff out here in Vegas. A lot of people, a lot of brands, a lot of things happening there. So, hey, Michael, thank you for stopping by. This was awesome. That was Anytime, great, Michael. Guys. Thank Love you. It. Appreciate Anytime it. he said. <laughs> Anytime he said. You saw he, that. That would be polite. He'd be polite. Hey, uh, that's a Jersey again. thing. It is. It is. Let me see who else I can grab. <laughs> all, all right. right. Thank you, Michael. Thanks, right, Michael. Jesse, that was great. Michael, that was, that was awesome. I mean, I, I, you know, I never thought Vegas could get better than it's been. I mean, you know, we were at uh, RFDC. Then we're here at Food on Demand. I'm thinking, like, how could it get better? And you get a guest like that That's with good. insight. I've not, I mean, that was the best crystal ball. Jimmy? That was the best crystal ball we've ever had, I think. I think it was. All right, so, Chatsy, come on. Let's go. You got a lot of people I got to go. There. Let me go walk yeah, around. How are you going to top that? How are you going to top that? I, I don't know. Let me tell you something. You know, when I come ask people to be on the pockets, they run. They run the other way. Let me go look and see. I, I see that. Is that, wait a minute, is that ovation? I think I see an ovation oh. hat. Zach Oates, get over here, Zach, and no, don't, don't laugh, and don't, hey, don't give me the oh. finger either, Zach. Get over <laughs> here, put on the headset, you're doing the podcast live from Vegas. Oh, Jimbo, look Zach, at this. Zach has more freaking uh, branded swag, sorry, more swag branded as ovation than, than even branded as, I'm taking the hat. I'm taking Zach, the hat. Zach's got great hair, I'm taking his hat. CEO <laughs> and founder of Ovation. I mean, look at this Jimbo. How do we get guests like this? Zach, welcome to the podcast. How's it going out there, man? How's the show? You know, the show is great. Uh, luckily, the hotel has a great blow dryer, so I'm I'm doing all right today. Got the volume. Hair looks great, by the way. <laughs> hair does look great. And by the way, right now, he's the, he's the freshest person at the show right now he's got he's got a bounce in the step listen zach you and the team at ovation are old pros right now young guys but old pros at the trade show circuit we're back things are happening what has changed since the last time you were out here at the show at food on the man uh, first of all people know who we are <laughs> <laughs> right uh, last time people were like ovulation ovention <laughs> no man we we, we got uh, ovation your shirt ovation your sneakers ovation hat ovation underwear you got ovation everything <laughs> no but i think it's been it's awesome to finally be back i think people are really excited this show in particular i feel like has been incredible i was talking to tom 
and it is uh, people are open, they're willing, they're talking, they're meeting each other. And I think at some of the other shows, there's been a little bit of hesitancy. Uh, but you know, you put Vegas into it, you put being on the downturn of COVID, you put people understanding social distancing and people making their choices with vaccinations. I feel like uh, people are people are excited to be out there, man. I agree, man. You get a, you get a few techies and a couple of restaurant guys and put them in Vegas after a yeah. pandemic. Things are happening, Have baby. Some fun. I gotta yeah. tell you, when it comes to vaccination, Chatsy cheese them like Long Island iced teas. Oh, yeah. He'll take a J and J. He'll oh. take a Moderna. He'll take a Pfizer. <laughs> Don't threaten him with a good time. One booster. No one booster for me, baby. I got one in each arm, baby. <laughs> listen, listen. I think if we got you here, then I gotta ask one of the most important questions I probably asked today. I'll talk about your party last night. Okay. You threw ovation through a party with VDC, with our friends at virtual uh, dining concepts, who, by the way, I mean, our boy Michael was talking about Robert Earl, favorite hotels, Mr. Beast. I got to tell you, the uh, the Robert Earl and VDC team's getting some good press. Yeah, the, yeah, uh, yeah. 2,000 people, I think. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Us. I forget. That's right. Hold on. This this podcast is sponsored by VDC, <laughs> VDC. and Earl of Sandwich. <laughs> there we go. Okay. Now, seriously, though, you threw a great event. Tell us about the party last night. Where'd you have it? Even though we know, up in the VIP. Talk about it. Oh, my Presidential gosh. suite. It was the presidential suite. It was actually super cool. I didn't know. I've never been to a hotel. Like a Rain Man stuff? It was like two balconies. There were two balconies, two different balconies that you can overlook the Bellagio Fountain and um, – there were this this particular room i kid you not had three bathrooms i i didn't barely have three jimmy, bathrooms jimmy, in my house jimmy would love that <laughs> I, I would love that he would do a morning bathroom a lunch bathroom and a dinner bathroom uh, it was, was it was awesome. I was going to divide that up other ways, but I'll, I'll go with that. I'll, I'll go. <laughs> All right, we'll go with that. It was it was just one of those things where uh, I tell people it was an expensive room, but a cheap venue. It was <laughs> it was a lot of fun. We good amount of people. Uh, you know, it was and and again, like just just being out there in the Vegas air. It was just like it was so awesome. warm and feeling good and coming up from the. You know, the tundras of Utah felt good to be. I, I got to tell you, it, I agree. And let me tell you, we got a we got a very special date here I'm going to bring up right now. The last time Zach Oates was on this podcast, Jimbo, was October 30th, 2020. That's an exact date, Jimbo. Ooh, That's exact an exact date. date. I looked it up in my podcast archives <laughs> that I keep with me at all times. Ovation, you guys have been moving a mile a minute. What is new at Ovation? We have, since August of 2020, we 5X'd our growth. We've just been, like, exploding. It's been tons of fun. And honestly, it's been really incredible to just build that value. You know, for us, for that's, that's why I'm doing this. You know, one of our ovation values is to build value. And when I stop helping people do better is when I need to stop being an entrepreneur, right? And uh, one of the cool things that we He's came out with- back. This guy is awesome. Back. It's not about the money. It ain't Wait about the business. Oh, I mean, I wouldn't mind getting rich along the way. But what I'm saying, though, <laughs> is- Make a diamond, dude. <laughs> but no, it really is. It really is about building value because at the end of the day, if I'm not building enough value that people keep paying for that value, then I'm not doing a good job, right? So that's been, it's been awesome. Uh, when we look at like our retention rates off the charts, when we look at growth rates, it's been phenomenal. And uh, in terms of what we're doing at Ovation, 
Not only what's in we, the pipeline, tell us what's in the pipeline. Yeah, well, I'm saying so. Not only do we have that two question survey, we just added on custom questions so you can get causation based survey. You can ask more detailed questions the next day, and it's really what a lot of people have been asking about. So you can find out things like birthdays, things like you know dietary preferences. So that way, when you're sending out messages through your marketing platforms, it's not just uh, you know it's not just random messages. And then the other thing we're doing is we're, we're revamping, not sexy, but very important, the reporting systems. So that way I want people to be able to not just see the data, but I want them to easily know exactly what to do and know what to do on a weekly basis, daily basis. And that's, uh, that's been really exciting. So I'm, I'm stoked, for, stoked for that. That's coming out Q1 and uh, we got some cool things in the pipeline with that. And then all around, how do we make it easier for people to win customers back, right? Because someone someone has a four-star experience. I, I, don't, I don't want them to have a – I don't want them to walk away and say, yeah, that was okay, right? I want to give restaurants the opportunity to wow them with service, to get them back, and we're just building out tools to take what we've got and, and 2x that. I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, Zach, you really are one of the, uh, truly one of the very good guys. Hey, Jimmy. That vision hat looks good on you. I, got, I feel pretty good in the hat. <laughs> look really good. It looks hat. good. It looks natural. If our listeners could see you right now, I mean, they would just go crazy. Yeah, we, we but I got a face for radio, so. I'll, that's, Not with that hat. Yeah, I'll, look good. I'll take it. Listen, <laughs> um, we, we got we got some uh, we got some business to do here on the uh, on the hangout. It wouldn't be a podcast without a crystal ball moment. So uh, we're going to ask you uh, to really to predict the future. Being that we're food on demand today, uh, when you come back here two years from now, what do you think is going to happen? What are going to be the hot topics? What will have changed or evolved over a two-year period, do you think? That's a great question. When I, I and, came up with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you from, from my perspective because obviously I get to work with restaurants on a very surface level, a lot of restaurants on a surface level. So we, I see a lot of aggregate data, but I go really, really deep into you know feedback and technology. And I think one thing that I'll talk about that uh, I definitely feel over the next few years is we're going to look at what technology do restaurants implement, and it's going to be whatever simplifies the guest experience. Whatever makes it easier and more frictionless is going to win. And I think that a lot of these technologies right now are working on becoming frictionless, but right now they're cool concepts. They're cool ideas. They've got a lot of potential, but we got to reduce the clicks. We got to reduce the downloads. We got to make it effortless because we're not competing against other restaurants. We got to remember that our technology stack as restaurateurs, we're competing against Amazons. We're competing against uh, Grubhubs. We're competing against Etsy's. Why? Because that's what consumers are used to with technology. And so that's where we have to get to. How do we reduce the clicks? And whatever is the easiest for the guest that provides the value is going to win. But we we gotta keep we gotta keep that effort level onto a, a whisper. Shetty, I, I, inspired by Zach, I got one. I got an acronym that is gonna it's gonna stick. Keep it simple, Shetty. Kiss. I love it. I love the kiss theory. Kiss theory. Keep it simple, Shetty. I think Zach just inspired us. We got that. Can we trademark that? I swear he's smarter than when he was on in October uh, the, the last time. I'm telling you, he got smarter. Yeah, it's because I, fish I get to or talk something? to you guys every month. Salmon. <laughs> I'm smart. I'm smart. Hey, listen, let's go into the Branded Quick Fire. We're doing the Branded 
quick fire Las Ve- Viva Las Vegas edition. I'm going to ask you five lightning round questions. Don't think too hard. Mm. First thing that comes to mind, are you ready for Brandon's quick fire Viva Las Vegas? <sighs> Let's do it. What's your favorite thing about Las Vegas? Not spending money. As a good old Utah boy here, it's pretty cheap. <laughs> Look at that. Yeah, it's cheap, all right. <laughs> favorite casino game? I don't gamble. I okay, I, okay. I'll tell you the one that. I, what What would intrigue you if you did? Okay, uh, what's the red and black game with the numbers? Roulette, roulette, roulette. <laughs> that that sounds like a guy who doesn't gamble. What's yeah. the one with the bull and the thing, Jimmy, with the red and the blue? And the I'll thing. tell you why I like that one because I could say black everything. Yeah, and then I love something it. Hey, that's, that's right. <laughs> favorite airport snack. Airhead ropes. Hmm. Favorite Vegas hotel. Uh. I uh, not the La Quinta. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you've had an experience, La Quinta. Uh, by the way, that's a that's a CEO of a startup, frugal. Yeah, <laughs> no. frugal. I think the last time he was here, I think they had like eight in the room. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? Now that I've seen the presidential suite here at the Bellagio, that's pretty good. Yeah, that, you may have to stay with <laughs> he that. He can't go back. He can't. He won't. All right. I know. I, I I know you don't know a lot about gambling, but let's talk craps. You know the game craps. It's with the dice. You're throwing out there. You know, I've, I've seen I've seen Steve from Bebop play. All right. That. You see him. Yeah, okay. All right, we'll see him tonight play that. All right. Now let me ask you something. That that game draws a big crowd. Everyone's always yelling and hollering, screaming, throwing the dice. If you were to choose either Jimmy or I to be your good luck charm and partner at the craps table, who are you picking? I'm sorry, Shatsy. I knew he was going to pick Jimmy. I'm sorry. Hey, look, any guy that does a one-armed push-up <laughs> in the middle of a bar, he's got my vote. Talk right. about drawing right. a crowd. Well, I'm a Callan, but okay, he's got your vote. <laughs> By the way, if I'm Zach, I'm picking me too, because Shatsy, I'm, you don't have the attention span. You'd be like, hey, what's next? Oh, yeah, what? a shiny, shiny object went shiny by. Things. Shiny objects went by. Oh, a light. <laughs> also, I, I, and, and he's the one on my board. So, you know. Oh, okay. There we go. Yeah. Okay. I see what goes on there. Uh, hey, listen, Zach, this was awesome. I know you got a busy day. You got customers at the yin-yang over there in the booth. It's crowded. I've never seen so much activity. This FOD right now, Food on Demand, is incredible. Thanks for stopping by. I really appreciate it. Zach, we appreciate it. Can I keep the hat? Yes. Ah, <laughs> I, I love it. Guys, come on our podcast and I get gifts. Awesome. I love you guys. Yeah, thanks, thanks a lot, man. Appreciate we'll you, you man. Okay. Thank you. Zach, that was good. Zach, Zach's got his A game. Zach, Zach. I got to say, but he did it. Lots more than he used to be. Am I, am I right? I think, I think we're getting, I think we're getting dumber. <laughs> I think maybe right. I don't know how I'm going to top that, Jim. We got to right. get some more guests Let's here. We go. got a little bit more time on this podcast. We are live from Las Vegas, the Bellagio, food on demand. Haven't been back since March of 2020. Jimmy, it feels great to be here. I got to go find somebody to top Zach Oates, and that is not going to be easy. We're running away I am from looking, I am looking. I, I see away. someone in the blazer, and it looks like, yeah, Tom Kaiser. Yo, Tom, Tom, we're over here. Tom, can we, give me two minutes in, the, in our podcast. He's just saying goodbye to somebody. He's coming in right now. Tom Kaiser, editor at Food on Demand, senior editor at Franchise Times. Jimmy, we're getting A-listers here. Tom, sit down, sit down, put the headphones on, and let's get to it. Thank you for um, being on the podcast. Never gonna have he ran the other way. He's never going to have his back. Never, never, never. I'm just looking for a bathroom. <laughs> well, he, poor guy was looking for a bathroom, and I lope him, or I rope him into the podcast. All right, we're going to make it. We're gonna, I, I hope it was another one, Jimmy. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. TMI, TMI. Listen, Tom, thanks for jumping in here. I know you're looking for the bathroom, and we wrote you in. I appreciate it. It's great to be here. What's it like to be back in Vegas? 
Well, it's a little surreal, of course, but um, it's great. You know, I wasn't exactly sure how it was going to feel walking into, you know, a big packed expo hall and bustling hallways and all of that, you know, a big, uh, big, uh, you know, huge, huge um, ballroom. But it's fantastic. And you've been, it, I mean, you're, you've been here all week, right? Yes. I yes. mean, RFDC right into Food on Demand. I mean, RFDC, I mean, not to change subject too, ma- too much. I know we're talking about Food on Demand, but that'd be 3,000 people there. Yes. I mean, it was unbelievable, right? I mean, uh, just unbelievable. Listen, you've been a moderator on a lot of panels so far. I mean, uh, Ghost Kitchen Trends, third party deep dive. Can you share maybe one or two take a, takeaways, take homes for each of these panels for our listeners? Well, we're we're five years into since we started Food on Demand, and it kind of is cracks. that breaking news? Uh, no, I don't believe no, I think so. That, I think that's counting. <laughs> oh, okay. that's count, I think okay. that is just, just counting, checking, yeah. Jimmy. <laughs> um, but it, it kind of cracks me up that five years in, um, a lot of people who I really respect in this industry and. Um, definitely respect in this industry are still saying up there on stage that we're in those early innings. And I believe them when they say it. Well, let me ask you, how old are FDC? Oh gosh, that, that question predates me. I'm, I'm telling you right sure. now, I know it's 30 years. Wow. So yes, you're in the early innings. <laughs> you got you got like 25 more years well, in your time. You know, doing I don't this. mean specifically no, for the conference, yeah. but specific to ghost kitchens, yeah. virtual restaurants. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot has happened in these two categories over the last couple of years, especially, obviously. But, you know, we were talking about ghost kitchens and virtual restaurants before the pandemic, obviously. Sure. But we are still definitely in the early stages. And it really feels to me, you know, I'm a people person. I like being at conferences. I like being around people. I love being in the around the industry. But Jimmy's not a people person. Either am I. Jesse, we got to break out of our shell. Yeah, really, we we got to break out of this shell a little we bit. Can't be, we can't keep being wallflowers. Yeah. <laughs> but mean. it's very obvious that as we're coming out of this pandemic, hopefully, knock on wood, that this side of the industry is still exploding in terms of money coming in, consumer adoption, innovation in the space. It really still is early innings, as it's, silly as that sounds no, after saying exciting. it for five years. Uh, you know, listen, the restaurant and hospitality space is ripe for innovation and excitement like this, and we haven't seen it in years, and it's great. Uh, you know, walking around the expo hall, Jimmy and I have done it a couple times. It's really incredible. What companies out there have you seen? I know there are all your babies out there, but what have you seen? What companies out there are people buzzing about? Well, uh, based on the conversation I had just uh, a few minutes earlier, walking uh, walking in this direction, uh, Bicky certainly is getting yeah. a lot of attention. Yeah, I mean, we just got done with uh, the panel Marketing and Loyalty in a New World, moderated by Fred LaFranc, who, in my Love opinion, Fred. is best the best dressed guy in the show. Smartest, Not only that, smart, smart gentleman, best dressed. And best moderator in the restaurant he industry. Knows, he knows down. a little something That's about this business. Kind of a nice trifecta he's got going on right there. But, you know, that panel featured Abhinav Kapoor of Bicky, um, Hadi Rashid, co-founder of Lunchbox, Zach Goldstein, obviously we know who he is, and Jamie Mark of snack pass that panel was absolutely packed yes and i was just yelled at by somebody in the hallway saying why wasn't that an hour longer and um you know you got great content that's what you guys do here fod man you're about content you create great content for us you really do no i I think that's a notable um it's it's, it's a distinguishing kind of quality about the about your shows really is the panels matter they really you guys really pull together some experts and put them up there um it's it's commendable Thank you, guys. That's really kind of you to say. Um, what is new at uh, Food on Demand and Franchise Times? I mean, we're, things are moving blazing speed, uh, but what's new 
um, at FOD and Franchise Times. Well, we're growing as well. Um, nice. This uh, this is uh, this are you, is. Are you doing a virtual brand? <laughs> well, uh, my, uh, my franchise fellow, times burgers. My fellow editor Nicholas Upton and I do have uh, a, a virtual concept that we've been noodling on called the Slop Shop because uh, we like to make a lot of casseroles up in Minnesota, as you might know. Love it. And so uh, you know, uh, Rob Earl, if you're listening, we got a new one for you. Girls <laughs> <laughs> get airtime. Yeah, on. get airtime. So yeah, what's the Minnesota celebrity we're going to rope into this concept, gentlemen? <laughs> and Trish is right outside, I think. Uh, so we'll talk to her about. <laughs> what, what was the question? <laughs> what is new in Food on Demand and Franchise Times? So, you're growing. Yeah, our team is growing. The editorial team of our operation is growing. We have new editors. I'm turning into the old guard, which is matching the white hair in my beard, which is a good thing. Right. Because, uh, you know, we need we need more. Uh, we need more members of our team to do what we're doing and to continue expanding as the industry is doing. So it's uh, a pretty great moment for me. So hopefully planning the next conference, which we will be back here in Las Vegas the first first week of May in 2022 at the Mirage for next year's Food on Demand conference. That's breaking news, Jimmy? I, I think, I think the it's Mirage, breaking news. Mirage. It's still going to be just one a year, but we're getting it back to being a springtime event for our own team sanity. At the Mirage, though, huh? That's correct. Uh, we're just talking about the Mirage today, Jimbo. That was our that was our place. That was our place back in the day. Back in the day. I mean, that was the first, that was the the first one. Well, it's lovely conference space. We've had uh, we've had big events there in the Love past. It. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. All right, you know. By the way, I'm I am in the camp of um of being in the early innings of um of what's about to happen, and and if that's the case, I also agree that growth is in your is in your future because more and more people are looking at this space and you guys with your content, uh, thought leadership and your and the events. Yes, I, I'm in that camp. I'd go long your stock. Is there one thing you want listeners to know about how they can work with you and your publications? What would that be? Don't be shy about reaching out to us. You know, I try to tell a lot of people in person, face to face, that every conversation I have does not need to involve a recorder or be on the record. You know, I like to just talk with people. I learn from people, you know, not having uh, been traveling as much as I'm used to and as much as I'd prefer these last 18 months. I still want to be having conversations and meeting new people. And so I want people to feel like they can just reach out to our team because we're all people, people, people. I think that uh, sounds really uh, slick when you say it like that. But, um, <laughs> Try it, do it know, uh, 10 times fast. <laughs> but, you know, I want people to feel like they can reach out to us and talk to us at any point, whether they're here or in another part of the globe, you know, because you know, that's especially cool is when we have somebody reach out to us from outside of North America. I mean, I was just talking to somebody in the hallway who came here all the way from Moscow. Uh, I think that's the, the, hey man, that's the hospitality knows no borders. Hospitality knows no <laughs> anything. It's everyone loves hospitality. I got to agree. Listen, listen, Tom, we want to make sure we, we get our crystal ball moment in with you. Uh, it's where we ask our guests uh, to kind of predict where they see restaurants and technology in the future. We're talking two years out, which given what's going on, is that's a lifetime. Uh, mm -hmm. Being with that word food on demand today, uh, we want to know when we come back here two years from now, so not next year, mm -hmm. the next spring at the, at the Mirage, but two years from now, uh, what do you think are going to be the hot topics? What will have changed or evolved in your opinion? Well, I think what will have changed from the consumer's perspective is that the QSR, the fast food restaurants that they are used to visiting in suburban environments are going to look 
and operate differently. And I think it's at that moment that a lot of people who obviously aren't in our industry, don't follow our industry, are really going to realize just how much the restaurant industry has changed. When, the, you know, I'm not going to name any brands, but, um, you know, there are a lot of QSR brands that are not shy at our events and, and others in the industry about saying, we do not need a dining room anymore. And that might sound, you know, that might have some people clutching their pearls, but for us in this industry, that is where things are headed. And so, you know, I know that a lot of these in the last year or so, a lot of these big QSR brands have released templates showing the, what the future of their restaurants will look like. Mm -hmm. Well, you've, you know, these, these ships take a long time to turn, but I think two years from now, Every day, people who are not in our industry will have started to notice that something big is happening outside of, you know, delivery, which I think the average Joe is quite familiar with now. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I totally agree. I think you're going to see a lot, a lot of pickup windows, a lot of drive-throughs, mm -hmm. and a lot smaller footprint to your point. You never even get off that walk into a into a QSR. It's just going to be drive-through or pickup window, and that's it. I agree. Mm -hmm. uh, we're headed right into the uh, the quick fire right now. Branded quick fire. Viva Las Vegas edition. I'm going to ask you five lightning round questions. Tom, okay. are you ready? I am kind of ready. What's your favorite <laughs> thing about Las Vegas? The food. Second food. I agree. There's a lot of good restaurants here. Yeah, I tell you that. Any, Last yeah, night was crazy good. Favorite casino game? Oh, roulette all day. Oh, second one to pick that. Yeah. I'm wearing velvet. What yeah. do you think it is? Favorite airport snack? Ooh. Um... Not mandarin oranges. Don't eat mandarin oranges yeah. from okay, an airport, so guys. It is not mandarin oranges. <laughs> I don't even think you'd find that at the airport. I mean, usually you find bananas and some apples, maybe, wrapped up in cellophane. So, so attractive. But those little <laughs> chunks of orange floating in liquid, you don't want that. Trust no, me. you don't want that. <laughs> Favorite Vegas hotel? Oh, Cosmo. Boom. Boom. Love the Cosmo. All right, let's talk craps. That's the game Jimmy and I love. Always a big crowd around the craps table. If you were to choose either Jimmy or I, to be your good luck charm and partner at the craps table. Who are you picking? Well, I'm going to pick you because I need somebody talking smack behind me. Oh, <laughs> look at that. All right. Thank you very much. I, I mean, didn't say it was a good luck charm. Just want to talk smack. That's right. I, I respect the answer. I love it. Hey, I listen, I know you got a, the power <laughs> yeah. of buzz, gentlemen. I know you're very busy. You're running a show. I mean, there's got to be a thousand people here. I mean, I was in the, in the hall. It, it was packed. The expo hall is packed. It looks great. The content is great. You do an amazing job. Thank you for everything you do for the industry. You and thanks for stopping by. Now get over to the bathroom, okay? Get over to the bathroom. <laughs> Thank right you. Now. We appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yeah, Happy awesome. to be here, guys. Thanks. Yep. Thanks, man. Shatsy, that was good. Tom, Tom is dropping knowledge, man. Wow. We're a good run. We're I mean, we're very lucky. I got to tell you, the poor guy was going to the bathroom and I rope him in here and the uh, poor guy had to go. Oh, we but he was very generous with his time. Very generous. Very I generous made man. It in time. He's a very no, tall really, and impressive uh, man. All right. I got to go, Jimmy. I'm going to go over into the, back into the uh, into the hall. I'm going to see if I can rope someone else in. Bring us a good one. Bring us yeah. a good one. I'm going to go. I'm going to go try. I'm going to go try. I'm looking. I. Hey, Trish. I see Trish. Trish Giordano. Chief Sales and Marketing Officer of Earl's Enterprises. Jimmy, can I get that? Can I get Trish in here? You ain't fast enough. You ain't big enough. Trish, you, you got to come. Trish, don't run another way. <laughs> Trish, come, come, come. All right, Trish, we got a podcast. Come on inside. Put that headset on. Sit down. Get comfortable. We got to ask you some questions about food on demand in Las Vegas. You are the Chief Sales and Marketing Officer 
at Earl Enterprises. It's VDC. You got restaurants. You got everything. You got the Mr. Beast. You got things going on. Trish Giordano, we are lucky to have you here. Jimmy, we are this thrilled. is great. Trish, we're thrilled to have you. And I guess we're about to, we're going to get up. We're going to be X'd off Trish's uh, Christmas card list now. This is, this is. <laughs> 100%. Yeah, not, I think she was in the middle of signing yeah. a deal, by the way. I swear she was in the middle of signing a deal. She was making big deals, big announcements, and now she's sitting with us. Yeah. With us. <laughs> Thank great you for joining us. Great way to end my day. I yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Listen, we want to jump in, chat. Uh, you, you can feel free to play any way you like, but as an operator, uh, what have you learned so far from the show? Ah, so, so much. So I, the big thing is uh, relationships. Great, great individuals in, in this industry. But probably the most important thing I think right now that's going on is all of the new technology companies that have come to market. And with the industry having so many issues with staffing and supply chain, we as an organization have to figure out how do you create efficiencies for your restaurants? How do you create efficiencies for your customers? So I believe it's just all of the new companies and great products that we're seeing. That is like the most exciting part of, you know, what I'm seeing so far, you know, in the last couple of days. It's a solid answer. I have to say, also very sweet, the whole relationship thing. No yeah. one else, no one else is talking about that. They're all talking no, about, exactly. talking about yeah. where am I going tonight? Where am I going? Who's buying? Who's treating? Nice to see people. You know, relationships. Yeah. Trish, who are, who are what have maybe have been uh, most excited to see or, or what's everyone talking about? Virtual kitchens. Boom. Oh, Boom. Yeah. Yes, virtual Spot kitchens, on. ghost uh, kitchens, whatever you want to call them, virtual brands. Uh, so I think it's very buzz. near and dear to my heart. Mm-hmm. I agree. And you guys were way out in front of that. Listen, yep. for any operators who couldn't make it uh, out here at the show, are there any tech companies you've come across you think they should know about? Oh, that's a tough one. That's a loaded question. Yeah, a little bit. That's a loaded can't, question. They all can't be softballs. No, 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 <laughs> no. So, if you don't want to name names, how about a particular vertical or a space or so, a subject? So loyalty, loyalty, that's a big one, right, mm-hmm. for yes. us. And for me, um, in particular, because all of my contracts are coming due. So I'm really taking a look at uh, new loyalty companies. Yep. All yeah. you loyalty companies so, out there, yep. you better bring your, bring your A game. Don't yeah. bring no yeah. weak ass blah, blah, blah here. Exactly, exactly. So, um, But I think it's you know the entire delivery space, that last mile that's critical um some of the new companies that you're seeing you know in in play the cartwheels of the world you have companies that can help us you know we weren't naming names oh i'm not naming names i'm sorry (laughs) you can name name names But no, I think that's the exciting piece. It's really trying to solve the problems that we don't have time. And there are so many great companies that have invested the resources into understanding what our real problems are and where the industry is going. I know this is going to be a, this is a crazy question, but what's new at Earl Enterprises? Uh, they got nothing going on. Nothing. They, they, they nothing got going, going on. Going so, on. <laughs> so working for Robert 32 years now. Um, I've watched uh, his company grow from the bottom to the top, back down to the bottom. In the last two years, I would say, uh, he's just out of his mind. Uh, in a good way. In a good way. <laughs> in, a, in a good way. In a good way. If you're listening, Robert, in a very good way. Um, so, you know, he's he's been purchasing up distressed companies. So in the middle of COVID, everybody's trying to figure out how to keep it together. He calls me one morning and says, by the way, I just bought um, two chains, Brio and Bravo. I said, okay, great. Right in the middle of COVID. Then six months later, oh, by the way, we just purchased a deli chain in Florida called 2J's. Another great concept. So in the middle of all of this, and by the way, also creating virtual dining concepts, he's buying distressed restaurants. So a little bit busy on the Earl front, but I think Robert has a vision of where we're headed and um, looking for opportunities. And he, as he calls himself, a deal junkie. Can I just say, um, Robert's pulling off... um Warren Buffett stuff there. When others are greedy, be fearful. But when others are fearful, Robert Earl, 
Yep. Yeah. Get greedy, man. Let's go. Hey, look, there's a lot more than just restaurants. There's Planet Hollywood and one of the stars of the strip, Jimmy. We were there yesterday. Yeah, that last place night. was jumping. That was jumping. That was food fun. was amazing. Yeah. Music was Cafe, awesome. Cafe Hollywood was awesome. Yeah. The staff was incredible. Couldn't have been nicer. I mean, really, really got to go. What role did you play in building and marketing a hotel and a casino? Yeah. So early on, Robert actually purchased it. It was the Aladdin Hotel, and I'll never forget the I day that, that he wanted to purchase it. And we had to put together an entire presentation internally. We didn't use an agency. I can remember at two o'clock in the morning sitting at the printer trying to put together a pitch deck that he had to pitch the following week. So early on, there was two or three of us that were involved putting together an entire presentation for Robert to win it. To buy a multi-multi-million dollar casino. And think about it. We just came out of bankruptcy. So he's going in to buy a hotel out of bankruptcy when he just came out of bankruptcy. So uh, very, that is crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. And guess in what? In a good way. He won. In a good way. <laughs> but he won. He won the bid and yeah. became Planet Hollywood. So early on, we were the Orlando team was heavily involved. But once he purchased the team, then really it, he turned it over to an in Vegas team. People that you know live on they, the strip, yeah, they sure. get it. Exactly. You, gotta, you, gotta you know, yeah. I, I don't want to be controversial, but I got to say, uh, I really do miss the Aladdin. Said no one I ever. ever. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, Planet Hollywood, Earl Enterprises. Mm-hmm. Let's talk a little bit about Ghost Kitchens. Because yeah. you guys seem to know a little something a little, little bit, about Ghost bit. Kitchen. I'm yeah. seeing people with virtual dining concepts badges all over the place. I don't know how many people from VDC are here, but it's got to be at least four to 500 people from VDC are here. <laughs> <laughs> I probably know the answer. I think, I, think the, I think you might have counted that one wrong, but that's all right. I mean, they, <laughs> by the way, they, the team that's here from VDC, they, it feels like. Yeah, they're it they're, it they're feels everywhere, like. Jimmy. They're yes. everywhere. Well, you've got Kelly Grogan running yes, the entire yeah. team. I mean, it's that's great. It. The Brought team to, is amazing. To Kelly. Yep. I think I know the answer. What are your thoughts on the space? Uh, it's uh, obviously we're just starting. So when we first, the, the history of it is we started to look at it two and a half years ago. We were actually in business at Cloud Kitchens with Travis when he first opened up on Washington Street. Robert put. Is that uh, breaking news? I think that's that news. I think that's well, that's old. I think that's old. Is it old news? Yeah, I think that's old well, news. I mean, it's, no, so we. That's that's historical. I'm always historical. looking for breaking. Right. So we started there, but as Robert was putting this in, it's like we have restaurants all over California. Use your own restaurants. We have capacity. We can do this. Started to create brands, tested it, and then we went out and did a couple deals. Actually, at Food on Demand, met with Grubhub, met with DoorDash, went ahead and presented the idea to them. They loved it. Follow-up meetings two months later, they're selling all brands for us. And I said, Robert, take the celebrity part of what we did at Hard Rock and Planet Hollywood, bring that in, and let's see what we can create. And from there, leave it to Robert. He's a genius when it comes to that. Unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, is, are we, do we bring up Mr. Beast? Uh, can we bring up Mr. Beast? You can bring up Mr. Beast. Can you tell us a little bit? I mean, I, you told, I mean, we had the pleasure of hanging out with you in New York, yeah. having a couple of drinks yeah. and, and we got into the Mr. Beast. Can you just give our listeners a little bit about that? Cause it was a really funny stuff yeah. going on with that. December 16th last year is when we launched. So who ever launches a brand in the middle of Christmas week first? And you just do not do it. The, Robert the Earl yeah, Robert and the team. Earl, exactly. Um, so I want to give Robbie Earl credit for this one because Robbie is the one who brought the influencer, Mr. Beast, to the table. I'll never forget. I had the pleasure of meeting yeah. him yesterday. Did what you meet Rob? He's yeah. a great, yeah, great, great young great man. Guy. So I was BU guy too, by the way. That's BU? true. Yeah, yeah he is a BU guy. <laughs> yeah. But we were literally, Robert and I were in Beverly Hills. You know, he was out there doing business. He says, we got this new concept coming up, Mr. Beast, and we're going to have a burger concept. I'm like, who the heck is Mr. Beast? And he's like, it's going to be the biggest thing in the world. I'm like, okay, let's see. 
Well, <laughs> it was the biggest thing in the world. We launched it. We crashed the App Store on uh, Apple for what five days? Yeah. Um, and weren't you on the the Olo platform or Olo platform? Olo did a phenomenal job putting it together. We gave them four or five weeks um, for them to get it up and running. We had to create. But you were so busy. They still couldn't handle it. They and couldn't no, handle no, it. nothing bad to, to Olo. I'm going yeah. to tell Noah about this. No, no, I mean, tell Noah. But it was crazy. It was crazy. It was it crazy. Was, the night it happened, it was a Saturday. You don't launch on a weekend either, right? And so we launched this, and literally everything went down. That's It crashed the app store. It crashed everything. My living room table, my kitchen, anybody I could recruit was on the phones. Virtual dining concepts, may I help you? Because the phones were ringing off the hook. As if I hear that one more time, I had to put it together a makeshift team out here in Vegas because we had to figure out how to very quickly help customers. Within one week, once again, recruited everybody we knew to put a sales center at the Vegas Planet Hollywood uh, Resort. We used one of the rooms there. Right. Um, and this thing just went nuts. Can you give us an idea just like, how much business did you do that first day? How many burgers? How, how many customers? Can you give us an idea? Six. Yeah, six times. <laughs> oh, <sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you it was, um, it exceeded to go orders for most of the restaurants we were dealing with, wow. put it that way. And wow. it was crashing those restaurants as well. Yeah. So it was, but look, we learned a lot. It, it hit us all right in the face. Everybody had to work with, luckily we have a team of people that everybody rolled in their sleeves. They just jumped in, you know, we were open even on Christmas day and I was like, ah, this is not good, but we had to stay open. And, mm -hmm. um, it was, it was phenomenal. And so from there we've learned a lot and now we are trying to build the next set of brands and learning from our mistakes and hopefully, uh, not have a Mr. B have a Mr. B situation in a good situation. Not, you know, everything. Crushing yeah, I, right. think yeah. you, I think you're ready for it now. Yeah, I think, I think we are. Now I love that you talk about how you were using, you, you had the kitchen capacity. We are, Shats and I talk about this a lot. We, we, we believe the space, uh, ghost kitchen, dark kitchen, yeah. virtual restaurant, whatever naming convention you want to yeah. use, we believe these are the, this is the earliest of the innings, and there, and you guys were ahead of the curve, yeah. and we really believe you cannot separate the expertise that comes from owning and operating the stores, having the team in place, having the systems in place, having the brick and mortar, having the kitchens. And and you guys have that. So Shats and I, we're, we're betting on the folks that actually have been in this business with scale yep. because that is how this is going to work out. And I'm fully expect you guys can be our leaders of space and will continue to be a leader. Uh, they know a little space. something about hospitality and food, Jimmy. A little bit, a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, we're not a tech company. I would say that's the big difference. You look at our competitors and some great competitors out there, but we are a restaurant company. I and think that's what it yeah. is. At the end of the day, yeah. you're selling food yeah. and it's got to be good. And it's got to be good. All right, listen, we, we can't do a podcast without doing some of our, our favorite uh, our, uh, segment sections. Um, I, I get the second segment because everyone always tells Shadzi it's the best segment and I never get the, uh, the quick fire, but that's okay. I'm all right. I'm all right. I get other things. All right. Um, so we want to talk about the crystal ball moments where we're going to ask uh, you um, talk about restaurants and technology just two years from now, but in the speed of, of which this is growing, two years is a long time. Being there at Food on Demand, uh, we want to know when we come back here to FOD, to FOD two years from now, what do you think is going to be the hot topics and what will have changed or evolved? I think uh, the, the delivery mechanisms, right? The new verticals. You hear a little bit about drones today. You mm -hmm. keep hearing AI. Does that really come into play? What does it look like and who are the players going to be? I think consolidation. I think you're going to have mass consolidation in this area. Um, I think you'll have continued consolidation with restaurants mm -hmm. and you're going to have fewer companies owning more space. And then you're going to have consolidation on the virtual side. 
everybody's dabbling in it right now. That is going to consolidate as well. That's why I kept my FINRA and SEC licenses. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to put my banker hat back on because there's going to be so much activity. Oh, it's my It's going to be awesome. Goodness. It's, yeah. it's going crazy. Um, let's jump, shall we jump right into the quick fire? Uh-oh. I, I, I couldn't stop you if I, if I Branded quick fire, the Viva Las Vegas edition. We are here live from Las Vegas, food on demand. We are here with you, Trish. We're going to ask you five lightning round questions. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. What is your favorite thing about Las Vegas? People watching. Oh, good one. Yeah, I got to tell you, it was some good people watching. <laughs> There's some interesting outfits. I got to be honest with you. We tell you something. Outfits. At a certain hour of the night over the Cosmopolitan, it ain't so good people watching. That's, it's, it's interesting. It's, sorry, for sure. I, I, I shouldn't name names. I mean, some hotel. Who knows? Favorite casino game? Uh, roulette. Oh, I love playing love numbers. <laughs> That's the third roulette. Favorite airport snack? Oh, probably a kind bar. <laughs> it's boring. I always like a kind bar. <laughs> it's very, it's very satisfying. Very satisfying. satisfying. Favorite Vegas hotel? Oh, you're really asking that. Planet Hollywood. <laughs> oh, we, I wanted to see. We could, I thought you were going like, to say Cosmo or something, you know, try and lure that. No, right to Planet Hollywood. Uh, let's talk craps, okay? I love craps. Jimmy loves craps. Fun game. Usually that is where everyone's cheering and going crazy in the casino. If you were to choose Jimmy or I to uh, be your good luck charm and partner at the craps table, who are you picking? Oh, no. You're not really doing this to me. Oh, don't worry. We have thick skin. We, yeah, you could just say. Go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, you'd be crazy to choose the one that has no attention deficit. The, Wait, the one that has, I said it'd be crazy to choose the one that has the attention deficit order, and Wait, that would be the one that's Who's my numbers guy? Jimmy. Jimmy's that definitely a numbers guy. I think okay. They don't call him the finance I'm guy for nothing. I'm going with the numbers guy. <laughs> going with going with the finance guy. All right. I, but I, if I have a crowd, can I switch halfway through? Absolutely. Yes. yes. All right, there yes. you yes. go. Anything you want, we'll both be in we'll your both corner. Be there support right, there and blow on the dice yes. for you. Yes, Trish, thank you so much uh, for joining us uh, for the podcast. We know you have a jamming schedule. Uh, I apologize you, for taking you away from yeah. uh, you were closing a big deal. I, yeah. I saw a big deal being closed. Listen, you guys are doing some amazing things. Thank you for the hosting hosting us last night. That was a ton of fun. Uh, and we appreciate what you do for the industry, not just in these days, but always. And thank you so, so much. Um, to our listeners, listen, we're wrapping it up. Uh, we've taken up too much space uh, here at the here at Food on Demand. I think we've worn out our welcome on the floor. But we want to thank our listeners. Jimmy, they're, well. they're flagging us. They're telling us to get yes. the hell out of here right now. They <laughs> said this isn't even our <laughs> room. <laughs> they said this isn't even our room that we somebody else rented this room. We shouldn't even be in here. <laughs> Listen, we want to thank you for tuning in with us. We know there are literally a hundred, like thousands of podcasts out there, and we want we appreciate that you tuned in with us, and most importantly, be part of this very special episode. Uh, if you want to get in touch with Tom, with Trish, with Zach, with Michael directly. We ain't, we ain't giving you their digits. Uh, no that, cell phone. That, no this, cell phone. This is season five. That was a mistake in that season was, one. You ain't getting personal rookie information. Move. But you can email us at podcast at brandedstrategic.com. Podcast at brandedstrategic.com. And we really would be happy to connect you with them and make an introduction. Uh, so, listen, um, we're going to wrap it up here. Um, it is great to, great to be here at Las Vegas. Food on demand. We're having a good time. Jimmy. It's our last night. It's our last night. It's been a week. You got any gas in the tank? I got it. I got to go get a double uh, espresso, I think. I'm, I'm doing big time Red Bulls. Uh, we got to do this something. Sponsor, this is this great. This segment was sponsored by Red Bull. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Cheers. Thanks, everybody.